Three and O, baby. Garnet and old. Another episode. How are you feeling, Vince? Woo! Ric Flair, Woo! baby. It was a tough one. I got to tell you, wasn't feeling it there for a little bit. I don't think anybody. Improbable. Was. Improbable win. Well, another uh, fantastic week of Florida State football putting you on the edge of your seat. Um, you know, this coming Saturday, we'll get to in a little bit, and it'll be the first uh, game. It feels like a normal, like, hey, look, a Saturday game um since duquesne but a long time let's clean up first we have some a little bit of cleanup to do i think about louisville it was a it was a little game that happened on friday nothing too major right we didn't have any uh shocking endings or impossible uh things to predict did we um i mean what could you what could you say we did did we have a podcast leading into that one i don't know that we did we did i mean honestly i was in for those of you listening i was in seattle for work uh, all last week, I got back uh, late, late on Thursday, so I was feeling a little jet lagged on Friday. And so what uh, we're really the only saying that I need for a pick me up was a yeah. Florida State win. What we're really saying here is Ryan needs to get his priorities in order, and uh, struggling with that. But um, I, I, you know, going into the game, we didn't have the podcast, so I don't have it. I don't have it saved for posterity's sake. But I had a good feeling we were going to win that game. Um, and, and more confident than I've been for a while. And then, uh, you know, just like anything else that happens, um, you know, people start going down like flies. So, you know, you can't, you can't account for that. Um, started the game fast, Ryan. Uh, we scored right away and I'm like, Oh, this is going to be, this might be, this might be fun tonight. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and then it, then it wasn't for a while. Yeah, it was, um, the offense came out and did exactly what I was hoping and expected them to do. I mean, Jordan Travis looked like he was more than in control. He's very comfortable, same as he has, you know, every game so far this year. The defense, not so much. I was a little surprised that we weren't seeing, feeling like we weren't um, getting them behind the numbers as far as, you know, short yardage. You know, they were easily moving the ball right up the middle. I mean, that was what was so shocking. I know Fabian Lovett was out for the game, but some of those just run isos up the minute up right up the middle they were getting eight yards it seems like every time they tried that so uh and then we had to spy malik cunningham and we have kevin Knowles on malik the whole game and you know we'll, we'll get to kevin Knowles a little bit later down in the fourth quarter but i thought he did um really well uh on prevent and making sure that that you didn't get killed by the quarterback on a lot of plays and then he got burned on a lot of plays oh we did get killed quite a bit i you know, they started with a three and out, I think, right? And um, it's like, okay. And then we drove down and scored. Um, and then we couldn't, we, we couldn't do anything. And, you know, it's tough to, it's tough to put yourself in that situation where they're trying to contain the pocket. And, you, and you know, these guys are, these guys are energetic, right? They want to get up field. They want to do all this, but it's almost like they were holding back a little bit. And in, in the meantime, because they're holding back, maybe they're not on edge. They're letting these creases up the middle. Um, and it was frustrating. And, and when that started happening, I started thinking to myself, oh boy, this is not the defensive side. Isn't going quite like I thought it might. At the beginning of the second quarter, uh, my gut feeling was that this was going to end up being a shootout. Like, uh, right. you know, we were both going to be in the forties or fifties by the end of this game. Yeah. Like whoever finishes the last touchdown is going to get the game. And um, it definitely took a turn for both teams. That was unexpected. I mean, 
you know all the injuries. They had a lot of injuries too, to be fair. I mean, they didn't have their best player um go down, but they had a lot of uh, you know, their best wide receiver went out. Sure. Um, but I don't think it equates to like if their if their quarterback had gone out, they would have been toast. Um that's the right. moment that Jordan Travis uh I mean when he lands on the ground, by the way, it was eerily similar to the DeAndre Francois. I knew that's exactly what I thought too. Yeah, the the way he was turned, the way he went down, the way it was landed on, it was identical to how DeAndre Francois got injured against Alabama right a few seasons ago. And then you see Jordan immediately, I mean, point to his leg. And I think all of Seminole Nation collectively went, oh no, oh no. Because all we had seen up until this point is uh, Tate Rodemaker throw picks. And upon going in, that's exactly what he did, was throw pick. And we said, well, here we go. Yeah, when uh, when Jordan when Jordan went down, first of all, it wasn't um, it wasn't like the the old Jordan going down, right? He wasn't trying to he wasn't trying to run like he was he was trying to maneuver around the pocket to throw first, right? So um, he wasn't putting himself necessarily in harm's way. I mean, but let's face it, man, the offensive line wasn't especially um, when Tate got in. I Dylan mean, Gibbons too. There's some, there's some free, some free takes on the quarterback there. Um, they didn't have their best game either, but uh, it was enough. It was just enough. Tate comes in and, you know, that ball that he throws, Ryan. I mean, it was exactly like Duquesne, right? I mean, it was right to him. When I when they showed the angle of that from behind the defense. I mean, the ball is not – the ball is 12 yards in front of where the receiver may have been, right? <laughs> I, I don't know what happens there. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, so, Ben. And he threw it with conviction, too. Oh, <laughs> he – yes. That was not a uh, – that was not an excuse me throw. I think he, he wanted to throw it there, which is concerning for sure. Yeah. And so I, I think we're, it's fair to say – uh, by the way, Vince, if you haven't been able to tell, I think I I, I need some credit here. Last oh. season, and every season up until now, <laughs> and a lot of this has to do with my wife. Shout out to my wife. Where um, I tended to go down the rabbit, like as far as like when things started to go wrong, it might as well have been like we're in the depths of hell. Um and I would send probably a text every 30 seconds to you or whoever it was in our in our texting friends list, yo, just nonstop, almost every play, like something this, something that, right? And so I challenged myself this year because my wife says, you know, I need to be a, a better fan. I need to <laughs> stick with it. And we've been through so much pain. I feel numbed to the sure. losing now. So it doesn't hurt as much when when we start struggling. So honestly, when Tate went down, he threw that pick and we're sitting at halftime. I was confident to very confident that we would lose. Um, and I was like, okay. I mean, most teams who lost their starting quarterback and their best defense, two best defense players would. Correct. I'm not going to get mad about that. This sucks. It sucks for us. Cause I'm looking at Jared verse and Fabian Lovett and Jordan Travis. And you're like, go down the list. Um, and so all I'm thinking about is not the loss that's about in my opinion to come, but the loss says that, will likely follow sure and then uh 
the play I think changed everything. Honestly, what in my opinion was not even that. Um, yes, you, you may hit that ahead. long throw, right? That was great. Yeah, you keep jumping ahead. But I, I do want to get to this. Like how okay. the the thing that gave me hope where I wasn't in the in the do, in the depths of my feelings was when Tate took off and ran for a first down, you know, for like a 15, 20 yard gain. And I was like, okay, if he can do that, I mean, he, we've always heard he's quicker than, than the average bear, but you know, he really actually is pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. He, uh, that, that was a pretty key, pretty key play for sure. I mean, there's, you could look back on a lot of them and say, wow, if that wouldn't happen, then what, um, you know, you and I have, chatted about this, Ryan, and we've talked about it on the pod as well, is that, you know, typically I don't look at my phone at all during the game. And so Ryan will often be texting me and I may not see his texts for a half an hour or so. I'm on Twitter the whole time. I'm but, following the accounts. But when but when Jordan went down um, in my house, you know, Shannon's sitting to my left. I'm on the couch. He's on the love seat. And, and, I, and she goes, well, what a tragedy. And I said, this is a debacle. It's just a complete debacle. And I, I definitely, like you said, I definitely had reserved myself to losing the game. But it was a different kind of reservation. Like before it was, we are going to get blown out. This one was more of, we just don't, we're not going to implode, right? The team is not going to implode. They are going to continue to fight and claw. We just don't have the we wouldn't have the horses to keep up is what i was worried about i wouldn't i wasn't worried about the team folding yeah because um, you're looking at we were going one tit for tat back and forth with them score 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 and your fear was they would continue to score and we might you know get a few but we weren't going to keep up correct they were going to start to maybe toward the end start to pull away a little bit i mean the defense at, at this point had shown you know very little sign of um, wanting to contain the quarterback. Um, and, and hey, he made a couple of throws that are like, there's that one throw. I think he throws on the on the right sideline, just over the linebacker's head. I mean, barely, barely drops the ball. It was a beautiful throw. And at that point, you just go, okay, if this is what this is what we're going to do tonight, then uh, Malik is going to uh, have his way with us yet again. Yep. And and it all changed. I mean, it really, you heard about it. We haven't ever been able to watch practice, you know, no inside info, no contacts, no problem. Also oh, not in person in practice. So we've heard from the media that he has a heck of an arm, right? I mean, that's you right. Consistently. That's what he heard is he's athletic and that he has probably better arm talent than, than Jordan has. He can throw the ball, but we've never got a chance to see it. Cause he's so busy throwing interceptions most of the time that it's never even an option. Well, this time when he not only uh, they move him kind of around in the pocket, which I like, I, we've been doing that a lot, by the way, kudos to Mike Norvell. Yeah. He understands our offensive line is not perfect. And he's doing a lot of um, motion off the ball, rolling the quarterback out. But when, when Tate steps into that throw with a flick of the wrist and throws it 50 yards I'm telling on, a, you. on a rope I'm to, telling you. to Johnny Wilson, and I thought Johnny Wilson was going to go for the distance, by the way. I thought he was gone. Well, um, before before that, you know, when just Tate throwing those those slants, those quick RPO slants, it's like... Side-armed. Oh, my goodness. That slinging it for real, yeah. right? 
that ball gets there in a hurry. So if you are if you are a wide receiver on our team and you get any kind of inside position on a slant, you better be ready because that yeah. ball is going to be on you like nobody's business. It's, it's going to be there. So this is where we I think we get to our proud moment. In the past, let's say, let's use um, DeAndre, like when he went down to Alabama, we didn't have a prayer uh, against anyone. I mean, it, yeah, sure, James Blackman came in and did the best he could that year, but you name it. Name your team, name your fan base. It doesn't matter. When you're a starting quarterback, your best defensive lineman, your best linebacker all are out. Most of the time, you just don't have the horses to keep up at that point. I mean, you're going you're gonna to get, not maybe not killed, but you're not going to win the game. But in this case... This is the first time in four, five years that I've seen, oh, there's some talented depth on this team behind those players. Currently, there's probably only two, maybe three teams that could sustain the type of uh, carnage that we sustained and and survive that game. Um, and that's a very small amount of teams. So, you know, we're, we, we kind of live in our bubble, Ryan, where we – we only, I mean, we look at other teams too, but Florida State is the one we concentrate on. And so when these things happen to us, you know, we take it out on the team, on the coaches, on the, on the, on the play calling, whatever. But really, in reality, the majority of teams are, would not be able to survive what happened to us. And the reason why we were able to survive that is foundational culture that's been built since he's been here. You know, I, there's no other way to relay that is that those guys do not give up. They they have heart. They they play for each other. And it's almost like they are brain dead when it comes to mistakes, which is a total 180 from where from we Willie used Taggart to be. Case. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Sure. Someone would make a mistake. And it was like, you know, the funeral dirge. You might as well just start up the hearse, you know, because that was the end of that game. Yeah, it would snowball. We would snowball in a hurry. The second we, we love to get up on people with Willie Taggart. We love to get on top. Remember, I mean, we'd be up twenty points, sure. and we'd be wagging our fingers and and crossing our arms. And then the second they scored a touchdown, it was like, uh oh. And then we just get steamrolled. See Boise State. Um, oh man. So Why are you in up this the game, I'm not thinking. I, I don't think that that was going to happen. I just like you said, thought it was we're not going to have enough. Right. Um. But then we came out. Tate does what he starts doing. Um, the defense starts playing better, like in the second half, which was funny. It almost feels like um, they rise. Now, this can be a good thing and a bad thing. You like to hear they rise to the occasion, and when it matters, they make the play. But that's also a very stressful way to play defense. Uh, right. See 2014 FSU. Like, yeah, sure. Maybe if you have enough talent and you have enough the hosses, you can rise to the occasion and stop at a, on fourth down in the final play of the game. But maybe if you had played more consistently throughout the whole game, you wouldn't have needed that. So I was happy that they improved and did better in the second half, but I was still concerned overall that we came out so flat. Yeah. I'm, but you, you get to take into account to the people that weren't playing too, though, Ryan, because um, you know, you've got some guys that are starting games that maybe wouldn't normally start. Uh, hostile environment um, and trying to do too much maybe right and and there's just um, 
Uh, it was, it was a learning experience. It was a learning experience for those guys. And like, it, you know, like we say, it's, thank God we come out of it with a W right. Because well, a couple guys that like, we don't, we still don't even know why they didn't play. Sure. We, we have no idea why Cooper wasn't out there. We played like a handful of snaps, I think. But not what was expected. And and then where was Deuce Span? Good point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, we don't, you know, we're, we got no inside info, Ryan. <laughs> so we're just like everyone else. We're all, all with the gen pop. We're out here wondering what's going on. Why isn't this guy playing? Why isn't this guy playing? Uh, and those guys were important. You know, Fabian Lovett is super, super important. Um, and, and to say that there was a pretty big drop off, there was, there was a pretty big drop off there. Yeah. Um, and, and we'll get to, uh, what we know is the play in a second here, uh, before we get to the play of the game, um, one thing I want to call into question, and it's only because it's two weeks in a row or two games in a row. Vince, I, you've defended it, I think, a little bit in the last game. What were those calls on the goal line, one, two, three, first, second, and third down, where we're doing jet sweeps to try to get in the end zone? Yeah, man. I, I don't know that I can – I can. what's the word you were saying? Defend, defend it. <laughs> I don't know that I can defend it, but, I mean, I didn't we run that – didn't we run that uh, – that play with uh, the tight end taking the snap. Didn't we run that against Duquesne? I didn't and mind score? That, that one. It was okay. I, I still would have rather traditional, hey, give it to Benson and let him bully his way in. But it's the jet, I don't, it's the jet sweep with the jet sweep like, with the Michael Pittman, get, who's yeah. tiny. Yeah. Well, you know, and also, you know, we haven't really talked about the running game too much yet, but I don't know that Trey Benson is right. Um, there's been just, I don't know, just almost like a hesitancy from him. And they uh, have explosive runs out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just uh, he's young. I mean, we forget he's not a, a, a senior. I mean, he's still a very young player, so he might just not have the full toolbox yet. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I just, you know, handing the ball off is the way to do that. I mean, we ended up scoring on the drive, so. so yeah, no what, complaints at the end, but. No. I, it, I'm still still thinking to myself, and, and yeah, you, I know you want to play for those watching. And uh, this is the uh, the deep pass right from tape. Yeah, I'm, I just wanted to make sure I got this queued up at the right spot. I think I do. You might want to mute it just in case we get strikes or anything. Uh, I think we'll be all right. I'll turn it down a little bit. How about that? Yeah, we're not that famous. So you see him. I love this step into the pocket here. Look at that. Oh, that's the wrong one. Hold on. It's coming Vince, up. What now. are we doing? That's a sack. <laughs> Not feeling too good about that, are we? I mean, heck of a play. Here we now. go. A bit Again, of roll to the right. In. What a play. I thought he was going. I thought he would have. Ugh. Yeah, kid had he the angle on him. almost felt like he him. still could have. Kid had the angle on him, and he kind of pushed him out. But, I mean. All right. Are that we ready throw, to get man. to the play? I know you got it queued up. Oh, that no. I, this is the play I had queued up. What do you want me to have queued up? The play, the 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 fade to the end zone. Oh, no, I don't have I don't have that. But what I do have is a little bit of uh, a little posterization. Little little that. So first, let's, let's give some backstory yeah, to this. Yeah, let's talk about this one because you remember last year, Ryan. 
season one, Garnet and Old, you know, we were looking for any kind of fight from the team. And uh, this kid, Jarvis Brownlee, at the very least, was was a fighter. Right? We raved about him. And I I think I stated early in the season, like, I like I love this kid. He's got heart. Like he he does not back down. Uh, he he wants to be in the fray like all the time. Um, so that was what that's what we were looking for. Some some kids with some dog in, in them, right? So, but now, well, listen, he <laughs> he's on he the transfers other side. to Louisville, and I would have had a zero malcontent for him at all. Until he opened his mouth last week on Twitter. Did and he though? To his teammates. He did. What he, did he, on, say? he went on he went on uh the one of the interviews with um they quoted him, one of the reporters did that said basically um they like to the effect like they don't know I'm gonna be all over it. Get ready, FSU. Like I'm he basically he was talking a little a little trash in the okay. post practice. Well, I wouldn't expect anything else. I mean, he's right. He was a talker. I mean, that, that's what you want a dog. And and what we both loved about Brownlee was his aggressive nature, and he was um, a, a hardworking guy. But what we probably what he was lacking was some of the the measurables, most likely in the height and speed total coverage. His coverage was a little soft sometimes. Now, to be fair, he's just being man child uh, by a massive man. Uh, in this fade to the end zone to, to Johnny Wilson. Because to be honest with you, Brownlee is in perfect position. I mean, he has his hand up right in the, the face. Sure. Um, he He's in position for the, the play, but I don't think uh, Louisville was prepared for a six foot five, six foot six uh, Johnny Wilson to leap in the air and make this kind of catch. Well, the measurables are, are, uh, are, are off here, right? Um, he's <laughs> a little bit. He's, He's taller than me, but probably not by much. He's definitely faster than me, but not not fast. He's not enough. faster than me. No, correct. Uh, you run like the wind blows, but he's not. He's this is just a matchup that is not going to go well, and and we knew that going into it, and so the question was going into this game, who was going to guard Johnny Wilson? If it's going to, and I think Brownlee may be their best defensive back sure it's so, just it's just ironic right so so it's going to be him and in that case then the only question is are we going to get him the ball and if we're going to get him the ball it is going to be it's going to be a nightmare for him uh but i will say just like last year kid he doesn't give up like he didn't hang his head i mean he was fighting the whole game so that part of him is still there, and I, yeah. that's good. You know, I wish him the best, and I will always have this this image to look back on. Very Kelvin, ben, very Kelvin Benjamin esque. Um, I didn't really realize how big Johnny Wilson was until after this play when he stood up and put his hands up like touchdown, and you're like, that is a full grown man child out here. Uh, it reminds me of like when Lamar Odom was in the NBA, looking like he was 50 years old. Um, yeah. When he came well, in as a rookie, I mean, is he is he six? I thought he was six seven. Um, I think it's like you know how they always overreport a little sure. bit. From what I actually hear, he's six six, but um, it's like it's like know, Avatar material. Yeah, right. And, <laughs> and when he put up those touchdown arms, I was like, and his wingspan is that high. I'm like, oh man, and he's young. 
we've got Andy, a lot of transfers here that are one and done because they're seniors. Uh, I hate to tell Ryan. you, America, he's going to be a problem for a few years. He he caught the ball, Ryan. He caught the ball, and he caught, he caught the ball. He caught and, the ball. And uh, if there was any dysfunction on why Arizona State did not utilize him last year, Herm Edwards got fired today. So, you know. Yes, he did. Seems like they maybe uh, could have gotten a little bit more out of this monster. He could have had Ch- uh, Chubba Purdy throw into him, right? <laughs> But I, I would say that fade, though, very difficult throw. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tate placed it. We're only in the back of the end zone. Johnny Wilson can get it. And it seems like they have a little little connection. Like maybe they're, uh, I, they're friends I or abs- something. absolutely think they do. Um, he was looking to All him right. the whole – he was look, looking to him the whole time uh, to the uh, – detriment to some of the other wide receivers that were open quite a bit too so so depending on who plays this next week hopefully they'll get a little more uh timing in with the rest of the core and then let's get to the um real quick before the final defensive stand yeah ryan fitzpatrick man i mean you gotta feel for we make a kick i mean uh, i had no confidence in him making that kick and and to the point where you know i i was almost like why are we not just doing everything that we can do to avoid kicking ever again um but hey the coaches saw and see something in tate and look what happened you listen yes could it happen later in this year he hits a big kick to win against miami or something sure but he ain't missing, you know, 58 yarders. He's missing a whole bunch of 30 something yard field goals. Yeah, that's a mental thing. That, I mean, there was, uh, they kept talking on the broadcast about some kind of rush coming from the right side. I didn't see any kind of, any kind of uh, rush that would make a kicker, you know, change their trajectory. It wasn't like they were right on top of him. Uh, no. uh, he's just, he's just all in his head. Um, so the you know the key then is to just score tons and tons of points. Yep. Um, going into that final drive with Malik, oddly enough, in years past I would have been like, oh, we're going to lose this game because Malik is going to drive right down the field. But the LSU game and like I know we let them go all the way down the field, but I saw how we played and till the end, I I knew that at worst we were going to make him work for this drive. We were going to make him, you know. We weren't going to give up an, a 65-yard touchdown over the top. He was going to have to work this this field, and we were going to make him drive the length, and they had to get a touchdown. Um, Kevin Knowles, man. I mean, every time it feels like there's a big hit, big play, you know, something that's impactful in the recent history, Kevin Knowles is all over the field. I mean, he's everywhere. Yeah, and he – rolled i mean he's gotten people out of the pocket he's rushed people he's gotten the quarterback down he's all over yeah i think you had mentioned earlier that he was the one spying malik i don't know that he was i thought it was kalen deloach that was doing that but i may be wrong about that um on so if you look in the first quarter they had kevin knowles for a handful of snaps and he was getting blown off the ball and they made that change to Deloach, right. which is a smart move um Talk, talking about somebody that can run yeah. oh boy 
Anytime you see someone going laterally yes. and you think, oh, he's got the angle, Deloach is like an inch behind him about ready to smack him. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty <laughs> impressive to watch. Um, but we get the pick. Man, how satisfying was that? And how quickly that replay uh, to make sure it was inbounds could not come quick enough because it looked like a pick, but it was a bad angle. We didn't see the feet. And I'm like, for the love of God, pull up the replay. They were talking and like, I'm like come on, ESPN. I know you have the shot. <laughs> Well, not only that, I mean, they love themselves talking about whether something's good on a Sunday or or, or not. I mean, I, I must have heard that phrase 15 <laughs> times during that game. To go back to that Johnny Wilson touchdown. Oh, yeah. Um, they actually said like three times, that was, that's good on Sunday, and he only got one foot in. I'm no, like, he did only get one foot in. They, they've been waiting to use that that phrase quite a bit. Who was that? Uh, Andre Ware, right? Yeah, he uh, said it even after eh, the replay. I was like, I guess uh, he, he forgets right. what's good on Sunday here. Yeah, Kevin Knowles uh, getting that pick. And, and that's, you know, seeing m- different people, you know, stepping up to the plate, making a play. You know, Shane Brown made a play earlier in that drive, too. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just, I don't know, man, they're gelling. And uh, I just wish that they would figure it out a little earlier in the game, maybe. Now, as luck would have it, uh, we're not going to be facing another, you know, gazelle <laughs> for the next game. So hopefully we can, uh, we can, you know, tone down the, uh, the, the spying and pay and play a little more. Yeah. Cons- not conservative, but c- conventional rushing. I don't know if you saw also in the LSU game, but Pooch just got the big hug from Norvell. It wasn't as animated this time, but this time uh, uh, the D coordinator got the hug. Yeah, well, hey, man, hugs hugs all around. Press conference today. Got a hell yes from him. Yeah, uh, for those, we can't, we won't do the reference because we know that no one, maybe no one on this broadcast knows what that would reference to. Yeah. But we work with someone who loved that phrase. Who loves that phrase? Yeah, good. Um, good guy. Are you ready to talk BC? I mean, I don't think there's a ton to talk about. Um, we got some good news. What we think is good news, and Jordan Travis tweeting out that you know, basically, hey. We're good. See you guys soon, which seems to indicate that even if he's not good to play this weekend, I would assume by next week he'll he'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to know. I I think that if he's if he's uh if he's ready to play, they just play him and and uh hopefully build up a lead and then hand it over, right? But I mean, the depth the depth chart came out today and he's on Yeah, it, it shows him. That could be a little game gamesmanship too. It could be, and um, it could also be, you know, like you said, maybe he could go if we needed to. Um, but if we don't need him, then let him rest up, let him heal up some more. Uh, the one that really shocked me was seeing Jared Verse on here. So <laughs> that's what I mean. I don't know how much to even buy into the depth charts because I feel like they just kind of put out like they just copy and paste the last week's, and we're like, yeah, there you go. Um, I mean, do I hope that Jared Verse, Fabian Lovett, and Jordan Travis all play in this game? Absolutely. Um, do I think one out of those three will likely not play? Most mainly, I think it's going to be Jared Verse, if I were to guess. Um, but I hope they all play. Here's what's shocking to me. And I think this is just PTSD. I know that Boston College is not great. Like when the number came out that we were like two touchdown favorites, I was like, I don't know yet. I'm not ready for that big of a leap. 
mm-hmm. with not knowing enough. Like if I knew Jordan Travis was 100%, he feels great. And I knew Fabian Lovett was going to play. Yeah, I might feel a little bit. I might go 10, but I was actually shocked with the number. I, I don't I don't envision us handling Boston College where it's like 42 to 10. Um, I hope that's the case, but I could definitely see more of a 35-21. Um, I'm sorry, not 35-21, 35-31 closer game than it should be because I I still don't fully believe Jordan Travis will play in this game. I think it'll be Tate Rodemaker. Uh, when yeah, when the line came out, the first thing that I thought of was that someone knows something we don't. <laughs> yeah, and and that something has to be about injuries, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just I a mean, weird. I mean, Vegas doesn't make a whole lot of bad uh, numbers that often. Uh, maybe they just think, but then they, then again, they could just think that poorly of Boston College. Well, I mean, they they've played three games. They lost to Rutgers. They lost to um, Virginia Tech. So and uh, so they they haven't looked great, and they uh, they don't. Uh, they've got Dracovic. Dracovic. I don't know that I'm saying that correctly. And uh, Zay Flowers, right, is their big, big wide receiver. So other than that, though, I mean, you know, I don't know that their rushing attack is is anything to speak of. And now no, that I've said those words, quarterback either, and they don't have a running quarterback. So it's tough. It's a tough one to call. I, I think that we win either way, whether Jordan plays or not. Um, but. Uh, I think that line that was put out, like I said, I think I think some people have some more knowledge than we do, Ryan. I hope so. Some I hope you're right. If Jordan playing. plays, I do see us doing fine. Um, I think I know one thing for a fact, that this was the game that if in my wildest dreams at the beginning of the year, before the year started, if you had told me, Ryan, hey, 4-0 and is a possibility, this would have been the game that after we win – I start to get nervous of like, oh, there's steak. There's starting to be stakes. Like we were thrilled to be LSU and we were like so surprised and happy and elated. And then we were surprised to come back without Jordan Travis to, to hold on against Louisville. But you beat Boston College and you head into that game against Wake, which will likely maybe, well, who knows, be a, a ranked versus ranked game. Uh, not, sh- I hope we're ranked by then, but uh, apparently some people with eyes actually have watched Miami and Florida play and still think that they're right. better than us. I don't know who those people are, but I just saw South Florida get destroyed two weeks ago and <laughs> bring Florida to the fourth quarter. But and should have won that, that game. Think that really. they are good um, and should have and should have won that game. Yeah, uh, I feel I, I feel bad for them because if you think about it, Utah had had them dead uh, dead to rights, and the guy yep. threw uh, just a ridiculous ball in the middle of five guys. And then, you know, USF, you know, snaps the ball on the ground, basically bowls the ball back to the quarterback. It was just – it was unfortunate. Yeah. And going into the keys on, on what we need to, to have happen here, um, if we win this game, though, that's when those old butterflies, those old nerves that have been gone for a while because we haven't been winning anything, those start to come back because then we're like, okay, well, then you beat Wake. We're one game away from being bowl eligible. 
without like it's so funny how that works i don't know if you've done that in your head with yourself already like <laughs> of course we were struggling hoping to beat florida in the final week of the college football season last year to get bowl eligible and if you win uh you know the next you know couple games you're bowl eligible and it's like not even a big deal you're like of course we are yeah <laughs> it's just yeah. funny how quickly it changes how quickly your your mentality changes speaking of wake forest though did you mention their game last i don't this weekend? i i don't I don't know how much to read into. Oh man. Wow. That was like, I honestly don't. I, I, I look at that game and I'm like, Sam Hartman was out for a couple weeks. I mean, it could be Russ. So I don't, I'm it not buying be, in. Man, they're giving up a lot of points, man. I hope they do to us. But yeah. my point is like, I'm, I'm not going to go in and say no. like, they look terrible. This isn't like forest week, Ryan. No, it's Boston college week. So it's let's Boston get college. into our, our keys of the game. Cause this is a big week. Uh, I already said it and kind of hinted at it. My my number one thing is is Jordan going to play? Jordan plays, no problem. I I mean I hope that even if Tate plays after what we saw, I just I hope that that's not too much of um, you know, living in the moment. Like Tate had a good game, but we've also seen very 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 bad moments from Tate. So you just don't know until he has until he's a starter for full game i don't know what to make of him i mean he's kind of like a wild card but if jordan plays i feel very confident that it'll be a pretty easy game for us yeah well think about that even if jordan doesn't play though i mean we're at home it's going to be it's going to be raucous that i mean he'll 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 have the comfort of being in our in our house right um having just won a big game on the road uh, he might be a little loosey goosey man you never know i hope so but for me, regardless, if, if Tate's going to play, and I'm kind of gearing this that Tate's going to play, um, that is if we can re- limit the turnovers to one or less, um, that's, I think that's ball game. I mean, I mean, the only, in my opinion, the only way Boston College is going to stay competitive in this game is if we allow them to stay in this game, uh, and turnovers would be the way to do it, so... Less than or equal to one, I think we're golden. For my second key, I think, uh, is Johnny Wilson actually for real? So, great. Again, this is another kind of Tate Rodemaker, similar to how I feel about him. Um, Johnny Wilson's made uh, pretty much one like really big play in the LSU game, but uh, and one really big one in the Duquesne game. And then he had his kind of coming out party this game. But can he continue to have the kind of game that he just had at Louisville, meaning are we going to see Johnny Wilson maybe have two touchdowns a game, which I think is a high possibility, but would it shock me if he had two catches for 37 yards? No, because he's still getting, you know, I don't know how dominant he is. I don't know if he was just right place, right time, you know, very cool things happen sometimes, but I hope that he can go off because if he starts to become like a Calvin Johnson, you know, when Georgia tech had Calvin Johnson, uh, it didn't matter who they were playing. It didn't matter what the defense called. They would just throw it to Calvin Johnson, and he would just come down with it. And if we happen to have a player secretly like Johnny Wilson who just starts on the regular catching two to three touchdowns a game, well, then if I'm Clemson, I'm extremely scared because uh, I think we might start to to dominate this conference. If you have that kind of player with Jordan Travis throwing the ball and they have to worry about Jordan Travis running the ball too. It's I would hate playing us. I always measure us on how I would feel playing us. And if I had sure. to defend a six foot seven wide receiver, a fast quarterback and three running backs, I would be scared to death. 
Yeah, you called him a secret. He's not a secret anymore, Ryan. I mean, he first of all, it, he was only a secret because, I mean, he was six, seven, what everybody knows that, but he wasn't doing anything yet. Now he's doing something. So Boston College is going to have to account for that. So I don't think it's not a secret. Um, and whether he catches two balls for 37 yards or, you know, six for 220, um, he's going to draw attention away. So the other, uh, the other guys will hopefully get some more balls thrown to them. Um, my second key is run, run, run. So again, on Tate, Tate, if Tate's going to be playing in this game, um, just keeping an eye on what Boston college has done their first three games run defense, not so great. And, uh, and we've got the backs haven't really, except for Trey Sean on occasion during this last game, we have not been dominant in that area. And I think in this game we can be, and it can be, it can be, you know, run left, run right, run up the middle. And it could be over and over all game long. Take your, take your calculated shots with Tate and, uh, and I think we could have a pretty significant uh, ground advantage in this game. Yeah, with that run game, it's funny because I almost feel like last year they knew that they were not the only hope of winning, but they knew that they like they had to run, you know, well. And I kind of feel like they know that there's other talented pieces now and on the team, and they kind of feel like, hey, we can throw too. So I don't know if it's like a a pressure to carry the team and it's kind of like a, we're kind of laid back more. So, but I hope that they turn it on and start running. Like if Trace on Ward needs to run, like he did last year, all year where he was hitting the ground, like he had to get a touchdown on every play. Yeah. I mean, he's still, I, I, of the three, I, he's the one that I think has not really let up. Yeah. He seems to be, you know, seeing the hole and getting there. Um, to Philly, probably a little bit less. And then, like I said earlier, man, I don't, I don't know this, like almost like something's going on with Benson. Not, not really sure. Well, one part that I need something to go on with is our defense. Um, and again, I don't need the crimson tide defense to come walking out of Joe Campbell, uh, but I, what the, I do want to see Seminole defense. Yeah, that'd be fine too. Uh, what I do need to see is just consistently balanced play. I don't want to have to get down to a fourth quarter or like you played really well for two and three quarter for two quarters and the other two are trash. Let's just play like average or above all four quarters. And I think we'll be fine. Um, I thought honestly, like the first two quarters last night, I mean, on Friday were below average. I thought we were struggling. We couldn't stop anyone. And then we were above average in the second half. So I, I just want to see the, I want to see them be more consistent earlier in the game and actually play well early on. Yeah. I think the intensity, like I mentioned earlier, maybe because of the way they had to play it just didn't let them fire, you know? Uh, and I don't know, that's just my take on it, but it, they seem to play a lot more cohesive and energetic when they are, when they're getting up field, you know, when they're getting yeah. up field. So, um, Control the ground game. So for me, that's what I guess for me, the defensive line, if we can control the ground game with four, 
Um, I don't know that I don't know that Boston College has much else outside of Zay Flowers as far as the passing game is concerned. Um, they might have a tight end that's pretty decent, probably. Um, but other than that, if we can control the ground game, you know, with just a set conventional four, um, it's going to be it's going to be tough for them. It's going to be tough for them to move the ball. Um, so with the with the quarterback not being not being of the uh, gazelle variety, um, again, I'm just going to let these guys kind of play to their natural. What they want to do is is tackle for loss, create havoc, chaos, chaos yeah. in the backfield, control the ground game, um, and uh, it's a big win. It's a big win. Do you get a feeling if Jordan does play that it'll be a blowout? Um, I think that if Jordan does play, it'll it has a it has a chance to get out of hand, you know, late in the second quarter to the point where, um, you know, putting putting Tate in is just kind of ma- maintaining the distance. Um, so yeah, it could it could get out of hand. It, I have a hard time believing that about this team still, Ryan. <laughs> I have hey, listen, a hard time believing it. No matter if it gets out of control or we do excellent or just average, isn't it nice? Like this time last year, we were 0-3, about to be 0-4. And this year, just to be undefeated when the other rivals in the state are already have their first loss and one of them should have had two, um, maybe three, actually. Um, Florida is very few plays away from being 0-3, and I'm – never been less impressed with the Miami offense than I am um, right now. So Woof. just to have a, a fun September where you're actually like, Hey, we're still in this with the rest of the country. We're, we're still like, I know, do I think we're going to make it to the playoffs? No, but just to be like when you, they put on that still undefeated list and you're like, Oh, look at a, look at old Florida state. We're going to, you know, hopefully be four. No. And uh, that's when you get excited. Cause going to that wake game, you know, we'll be the, God forbid we win that game and then be NC State Clemson coming to town. I mean, you're talking about hyped up. Yeah, it's uh, I can't I can't get that far ahead. You go back to the Miami game though. They had they had another wide receiver get hurt today. Um, so I don't like to see anybody get hurt. I don't care who it is. Was that the most Jimbo game called game uh, aside from the App State game? It's like could not watching molasses. Yeah, watching watching. Cristobal kick field goal after field goal. It makes me chuckle because they're a rival, right? Yeah. But man, if you're a fan of that team, you got to be a little bit beside yourself right now because that the game management of that is just, you know, if, if you've got a chance to score points, you better do it. You better do it. And Lord knows we can't kick a field goal. So we've got to score touchdowns. Well, classic Jimbo, he knew that they weren't they couldn't score. They he knew that Miami couldn't score and so he yeah. just played it. He said, All right, I'm I'm gonna play this exactly how I want to, was exactly what he likes to do, is just shorten the game, get out of dodge. Um that that reeks of like how many games did we see where we beat teams by, you know, seven or ten just because we were like you know, we what knew we that? were gonna win, but it was what was boring. that Florida game? We ended up winning like seventeen to two or something ridiculous. Yeah, like their only two was our safe the, the safety, right? Oh man. And Jimbo's like I'm just gonna. It was it was like the uh, the water boy where uh, 
where the rival team there, the guy, the guy just starts downing the ball. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's fine. We'll be all right. It's fine. We'll be all right. It's my new offense. Well, hopefully, oh, man, um, I got to pull this up, man. I got to pull this up. Hold on a second. This oh, is what do you beautiful. got? This is beautiful. Look at that action right there. You need a little sunshine. Uh, not, you mean it won't be pouring down rain for it the Boston College? Pouring down rain. It will be uh, low of 65. Of course, we won't hit that during the game, probably. But Vince, don't look now, but look towards the bottom of that screen. I know. It's happening, brother. There's some. It is happening. If you did you see um, Jacksonville's forecast for you know, next week, uh, late this week and early next week? No. We're uh, on on Saturday and Sunday for us here. It's like 83 degrees and sunny. Love it, Jim. Love, love it. it. Um. So this weekend, Ryan, I know that you will not be traveling this weekend. Um, so we will miss priorities you. again. You know, I got to get my priorities in line. Roger that. Um, we will miss you at the tailgate. Uh, we'll be in lot 12 again for anybody that, uh, might be hanging out for the game. Um, just throw that up there real quick. Lot 12. We'll be awake for us though. hundred percent by the tennis tennis complex. That's where that is. Um, Let's see what else is going. Oh yeah, but and by the way, Ryan, this game this weekend, it's going to be crazy. I, I oh I know it may be sold out. I already posted my tickets and they already sold in, in less than twelve hours. How about that? And my parking pass too. Look at that. So I'm just saying that usually in this kind of game, it's a wait. Hopefully by Thursday or Friday, or else I have to lower the price. This time I went. <laughs> near the top of where I thought I could get and, and um, I got it. So I fully expect uh, Doak to be rocking and I fully expect to be four and O and that's just nice to just a nice sound. When you, when it, when you say four and O it's been so long since we have even sniffed four. and I know the stat this week was first time three and O since 2015. When's the last time we, did we go four and O in 2015? I, I got to look that man. up. I don't know. We've got a good chance. I mean, the odds are in our favor to, that it that it happens, um, especially we get some guys back from being hurt. Um, so, Ryan, we're at let's say fifty one minutes. Do you have a uh, prediction? I have two. If Tate is the quarterback, thirty five thirty one, I'll go the exact score, like pretty much like what was just happened. If Jordan plays, I'll say forty eight. To 31. All right, let me write this down. So 35, 31. And I say Boston College scoring that much because I don't trust our defense right now. And what was the other score you gave with uh, Jordan? If Jordan plays, I said 48 to 31. So you're, so you're we either cover Boston with Jordan College or we don't cover. 31 points against us at home on a Saturday night. I think so, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I'll say uh I'll say thirty five seventeen. Um thirty five seventeen with Tate playing. I'll put my I hope you're right here for that. Um I don't know. Is it, this could be a put it together week for the defense, not having to, 
you know, chase the chase the rabbits around. If that's the case, I'll be the first one to say, man, I was wrong. Well, and if I mean, if you think about it, Ryan, it's like we got Jaden Daniels and then Malik, like back to back. Thank just I know those guys are like, yeah, coach, thank God that's done with. <laughs> can we just can we just have a guy that we kind of know where he's going to be? You know, he he's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but he's not he doesn't have the wheels. So, oh, I hope we get five sacks on him and, and we dominate the game. That would be awesome. Um, maybe I can actually go to bed like at 10 o'clock, you know? <laughs> yeah. The game took be. forever this past week, like forever. Yeah. Well, it was two hours, uh, over, over two hours for the first half. I believe it was. The adrenaline was the only thing that kept me awake. We don't have, we have no comments tonight. Nobody posted yeah. any score. Everyone needs to get their priorities straight. Cause I'll tell right. you what. If we don't see uh, donations and gifts show up on our doorstep, we're going to stop doing the show. Just saying. Uh, we do it for the love of the game, Ryan. You know that. Yeah, that's what I meant. I meant to say that. The love of the game. We were, we, we, we are, we are uh, looking for sponsors if anybody's interested. Um, but we will continue regardless. The love of the game. Love of the what game. Is, what well, is the line now on this game, Ryan? Has it changed? I thought it was 14 some point something the other day. Let me pull this up real quick. This is terrible podcasting here. If it's more than 14 points, then I'm, I'm calling like, I don't know what they're thinking. Yeah. We got to prove it. We got to earn that, the blowout status. Well, I don't know, man. We're, we're not, we're not ranked. Well, they think we're going to go out there in Georgia over South Carolina, this thing. No, I don't think so. I don't think that's the deal. That was a, whew, that was a toughie. Yeah, Shane Beamer is uh, what? Oh and two, uh, one and two now. Yeah, and then he um, he yelled at the girls that were on the field for the yeah. Title Nine thing. That uh, yeah, I can't find it here. Anyway, it I was six it. and a half. Okay. It was 16 yeah. and a half the last I saw it. That's too much. You think? Unless they know, unless Vegas, uh, Jordan Travis has been texting someone at the booking office <laughs> and saying, I'm going to play Saturday. I don't yeah. know how they would know. Did you I, find it? What if, what, Vince, I have a question for you real quick, and then we'll, we'll okay. say goodbye to everyone. If it was halftime this past game and Tate had not played well yet, like, you had not seen what he did in the half after halftime. And I'd said, he's going to start this weekend against Boston college. Would you still pick us to win? I would. Okay. Because, because my, my, uh, oh yeah, the spread 16. Um, my key on this is run the ball and don't turn it over. We do that. I still think we win. So whether Tate's quarterback or, you know, do span his quarterback. Well, for everyone watching their favorite Florida Tate University podcast, um, I just want to say uh, <laughs> a three and O team, hopefully about to be a four and O. So thanks for listening to Garnet and Old and Hold On. Philip has just asked a question <laughs> on the, the halftime show. show. Vince, do you want to save that for the next? Uh, I'll save the... it for the next one. I haven't, I haven't seen the halftime show. Okay, so Garnet and Old. There. Um, 
no Darn inside old, info, yeah. no contacts, no, no problem. No inside. I'm sorry, man. I'm a little off kilter. No inside info, no contacts, no problem. We're going to miss you this weekend, Ryan. Um, but not that much. But not that much. We'll catch you on the flip-flop. Thanks, everybody. See ya. SEC, Florida State, Florida State, your brothers, your team, your heartbeat. We some dogs. We ain't no puppies.